Apple Music, uh, wherever else. I don't know where else y'all hear this shit at on audio, visual we hear, but uh, we really relying on the audio because that's what be fucking with us. What's up, man? Josh Adams Podcast is 849, the second day of March. We in the building. I think spring around the corner. It's Women's History Month. Am I right, Car? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Give it up for the ladies, man. So we definitely going to dog y'all this month. We no, going in. No, not at all. I got some shit we on my heart. Women, We love most of your audience is women. And they know I love them, and that's why they fuck with me, because I'm going to keep it all the way a thigh while with them. They know I got love. I let them punch me, and we... We don't punch each other. We verbally talk our shit back. Are we trying to better each other? Iron sharpens iron, iron sharpens iron. Okay, so that's what this podcast is about today. So I hope everybody's having an amazing March. Um, shout out to the people that's tapping on right now. Um, in um, in the video world, they watching this live because we do this live every Wednesday, man. We make sure we get in here whether we start on time or not. Come give y'all some live. It's unedited, so the shit that gets said got to be dealt with. And one day it's gonna be it's gonna be some repercussions behind this <laughs> in my career. I'm gonna knock on wood, but hopefully I'm strong enough to walk and withstand all that. I ain't calling white people monkeys or nothing like that. But shout out to my nigga. Uh, we talk about gay people a lot on here, but I got a lot of gay friends, so they don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? They give me um, they basically give me the, the leeway to talk the little shit that I get to talk. But again, it's an OG show right now, man. Um, we fired EJ, so shout out to EJ. No, we did not. Nah, no, we did not. EJ, no, I love my nigga. <laughs> I'm talking shit. EJ got some shit going on. EJ, EJ got other things going on, man. He's like, he's a married man. He can't come in here with two single niggas who, 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 who got a honey pack budget. He can't be here with us every Wednesday. That nigga got to be home with his queen, tending to the house. Honey pack budget. Real honey. Y'all need to holler at a nigga on the sponsorship tip, nigga. We spent too much money on between me and Car. We damn near spent 20 racks with y'all. We damn near dropped 20 a racks with y'all. <laughs> they gave Kari that show him your, your, your hoodie. They, they gave they gave him that hoodie. It's like the old Newsport when Newport used to give niggas uh, apparel. That's the honey pack hoodie right there. When you, the honey pack. when you spend enough money with you, they send you a hoodie with African American print on the sleeves. I'm waiting on mine. Kari got a little bit more bread than I do. But we gang. We in here right now. Kari, what's been up? You good? Man, same old, same old, man. Uh, things is rolling. New business opportunities. I think, uh, you know, we getting creative. Uh, I'm looking at the marquee that you got up. I'm trying to figure out what that means. But uh, it don't matter. They can't see it because there's light so motherfucker. <laughs> don't even matter. I'm just trying to be creative with the little screen behind me. But Kari love the bright lights on niggas. You can't see shit. It just look blank. So I don't know if I should turn the light off and that. If <laughs> and don't do shit for y'all do it there's some emojis up there that got something to do with the shit here the title of the show is damn delicious and um everybody knows what's going on man delicious mary one of the guys from um the central uh from what, what was he in he was uh, he was in day central 26 Park. he was in day 26 <laughs> did she no. marry one of the niggas from day 26 the group that P. Diddy put together? no uh, i don't think i don't let me let me look that up hold up oh ain't that the nigga that was though who we talking about uh, we talking about my man from the central Park oh Five. i knew it was a number in day 26 with. my apologies <laughs> My bad. I thought he, I thought he was one of them niggas. I didn't know. I didn't, I didn't know. Because wasn't the documentary like they like they made the niggas walk for cheesesteaks and shit like that, and they went through Central Park and got arrested and fucked up or some weird shit like that? Not at all. You mixing like uh, you mixing what was that the first season of the band oh. and uh, real life shit. What happened was uh, in the Central Park Five. And, and this kind of connects to a lot of people tying some of Trump's first racism. Uh, so Central Park Five. Like, Diddy had them singing in the living room. They was all in the living room singing like, and all we was all them niggas singing in the living room, wasn't it? 
this was not Ness. Oh, and, uh, tripping. And, and so my bad. Man, looked like Hurricane Chris. What was my man name? Chopper. Chopper. Okay, my bad. Go ahead, finish the thing. All right, so the semester part five, uh, I want to say 89. It was a group of five kids, all like middle school age, mm. that got rounded up because a white woman uh, was attacked. And oh, wow. uh, Trump said, yo, we need to murder them. Uh, he put like a full page ad, murder these kids, get rid of them because they're rapists. And wow. they found out that it was not these kids that did it. So they all served, I want to say collectively, like all decade long in jail, wrongfully convicted. Mm. Um, a lot of statute against them and everything. Uh, so one of them, uh, another prisoner came forward and said, yo, I, I did that. So wow. that's what it was. Okay. And the settlement uh, came out. And even it was... Uh, one of the best quote unquote crime writers. It was this white lady that wrote the novel about this. Uh-huh. And she kept writing information about crime. Uh, and it's funny, it's another white lady that did that type of shit too, mm. where she made up a story of her getting raped, and that was a lie, but it sent the man to jail for 20 years too. So I mean the crime right the, the, the lady who wrote who was great at writing crimes was the lady who falsely accused him, and that's why they went to jail. Well, she basically fabricated all the evidence in reference to this, like the prosecutor that wrote that 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 sent them to jail for that long mm-hmm. ended up becoming this great crime writer saying this is how you fight crime and even no matter what the age they are you need to rock them lock them up like animals wow. and i was a thorough attorney but in reality a lot of her evidence and everything was false because these five kids didn't have shit to do with nothing oh okay well man that was the part of the show where car used the fact that he read a lot of books to get pussy so Hilarious. we got that out the way early <laughs> um but yeah, we're gonna talk about delicious. You know, delicious in the news because she's divorcing her husband um of uh 15 minutes for whatever reason. Uh he cheated, you know, she threw something on him. I don't know. I'm not gonna take a side, but I will just to be entertaining tonight. And um, as we proceed to give you what you need, we're gonna move on to the to to a segment that I love to uh that we just is new. This is probably like the second or third time he's doing it. Where the hoes at? It has nothing to do with females or women at all being hoes is just about whole ass activity that's happened to be going on and the whole ass activity exists in the detroit comedy scene on tuesday night at a good friend of mine's room boogie comedian i believe boogie's been on here no i don't think he has yet i had boogie on he always busy working but boogie is one of the funniest comedians in the country he did kevin hart's heart of the city uh too he's a part of that cast um he is a uh, he's a Q. I, this is all the stuff I know about him. I mean, this ain't all achievements, but this is just what talking about this man. But long story short, he has a room on Tuesday night at a punchline, and the only reason I'm shouting him out is because they throwing me some bookings coming up, so I'm gonna give him a little pub, uh, punchline, be giving me a little weekend work. And basically, Boogie is the host of that night, and now for some reason he's going to headline every night because comedians are coming to his room that people come to see him at, and they saying he do too much time in between comedians. He's too funny, and it's hard to follow him. By the time we get up on stage, he's talked about everything in the room. And all I'm hearing from that is is just a bunch of whole-ass people talking about somebody who's just so gifted at what they do that it's not fair, and we don't have to deal with that. Like, for one, if you don't like what's going on, go to a room where it's not a lot of people at. And it's probably because the host isn't that funny, and people don't want to come see him. So in reality, you all need to figure that out, man. So... Leave all that other shit alone, man. Like a lot of these dudes, I'm getting it now, man. We live in the participation trophy era now where you just go to get something because you're doing it. Like Boogie worked his ass off to get that room to where it's at and do as much time as he wants. That's what you're supposed to do when you when you want to get time and perform and do your thing out here. If it ain't a lot of rooms, you get a room. That's what I was found. That's what I was told when I started. Get a room, I can do as much time as I want. And now you're gonna tell this man because he's too funny. 
and make him feel weird. No, I mean, I mean, he don't care. He gonna headline his own. I'm just saying it because it is what it is at this point. Like the fact that y'all decided, and that's Boogie right there. Car Car trying to get his uh, he's trying to phase, he's trying to phase EJ out and try to do some of the shit EJ do. <laughs> And use the multimedia shit. And I thought he's gonna fuck up, but he didn't. So give it up for Kari on that. That is my nigga Boogie. And right there, he's probably looking at you like y'all some whole ass niggas for tripping about that. And Boogie won't see this, he probably won't hear this, but maybe it'll get around them niggas some hoes. And I text him as soon as I heard about that. I text him and I said, What's going on? And he said, Yeah, man. Nobody, he no it's no names out here being said who did it. But well, it's just, one second. So let me get this straight. What is other comedians? So it's a night that he's been doing. And actually, night, if I his remember room. this correctly, this was a night he was doing for a long, like he built that up. He built the room up a long time. He built the room up uh, before the pandemic. It was slapping yeah, to the I'm point talking. where it was slapping more than the weekend was. And then yeah. he left because of business reasons and took his audience where they would, his audience follow him everywhere. Boogie, mm -hmm. had, Boogie has a following. They follow him wherever he go. And now he's back on Tuesday. So now you were asking. So this is his audience yep. and his night. He should run it how he wants. Yes. But other comedians are feeling like he's doing too much time, even though that's kind of like his people, it's his, his room. thing, his room at that point in time. He's too much time. He's too funny. And then he talks about everything to the point where it's nothing left to talk about. Wait, and time out, time out, time out. So the comedian's argument is he's stepping on all the possible premises for jokes. So they want him to basically stop being on stage as long as he should mm -hmm. and stop talking about everything because he's messing it up so like when i do a joke like he does a joke about ukraine and then i have some ukraine jokes it's not even that I feel like no you giving them niggas too much credit these niggas ain't writing like that he come in the room and he's he's the way boogie was going to talk about it you might not even have noticed it but my thing is if you were in there in the room anyway if they book nigga, right do jokes you're not good enough to go out in the, if if him talking about that person with that purple shirt in the audience is too much for you and you can't go behind him and find something different to say or you don't have something to say just offsetting that anyway. You shouldn't even be in there. So if you ain't prepared enough to do it, don't go in there and do it. Don't go to this man's room and complain to other comedians and enough of y'all get to saying it to where he like, all right, fuck it, I'm going to go up at the end because in reality, if y'all didn't show up, they would still be there. Y'all niggas just extras. Boogie going to be there. Y'all niggas is extras when it comes to it and whether y'all show up or not, they don't care. So it's like, in reality, dog, I just hate to hear that. And that's just some whole-ass shit, in my opinion. And um, niggas just get funny, dog. Because you niggas will get on stage and we tell you five minutes. And if you bombing, you're going to jump off as soon as you can. And if you're ripping, you're going to go over the time. So why would you tell this man who was his room how much time he can do on stage when he ain't up there bombing? He up there being funny. You niggas be up there bombing, doing as much time as you want to, thinking you're doing good. So... That bothers me, and I just wanted to say that. I wanted to say that last week. I'm not as mad as I was last week, so I got to calm down. We actually had uh, Lovey came on the show. Shout out to Lovey, Rookie of the Year of the uh, Josh Adams Podcast 2021, um, Rookie of the Year. And then we had author Michelle on, and uh, her, her last name, I want to fuck it up. Yeah, it's it's like Michelle P because I'm a Michelle P. Yeah, Michelle. Zone. She had us called. She had us called Michelle. She came on, man. Go buy the book, Loving You, Blocking Them. I believe. I believe that's what it is. I hope I'm not fucking it up. But she came on and I, I wanted to do this last week. But we did Lovey Poem. We got right into the book. And the book took us and spun us all around to some other shit. So I had to get that where the hoes is at. They are um they they going up in my nigga room and 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 they making it and and they they in the way, man. You know what I'm saying? They weaken in the game, nigga. They weaken in the game with that shit, man. Get out the way. If you ain't funny, go ahead. Get out the way then, bro. Go do go do poetry. You ain't gotta be funny then. They can just go up there and say shit. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to my poets that's sweet. 
But I'm just saying, nigga, comedy is what it is. That nigga too funny to follow. It's one thing if you was booked to follow him, but that's his room. So you saying everybody that go up after him, I don't want to go after the host. Nigga, he the host. He, he the reason I, the room I, exists. I got this question, too. I've been in comedy rooms where, like, it'll be the guy with a purple shirt and every comedian that night talk about. Like, you can have a different angle of the same thing. Them, them niggas don't, Kari. Them niggas ain't funny, man. Them niggas ain't funny enough to be able to be like, like, nigga, comedy is about, nigga, I look at this bill and I have my perspective on it. And whatever other person looks at it has a totally different spin on it. And um, these niggas don't, man. So they want to sit around and say, oh, well, you know, he ain't this and he ain't that. It's a reason why they ain't shit. Like, nigga, I mean, my thing is this. Basically, what they trying to say is, okay, Boogie go up, he too funny, they don't want to go after him. So what you're saying is you're not funny then because it's not Boogie fault. Yeah, you're not laughing. They Boogie didn't suck the laughs out the room. Like I hear people say that a lot. Like some people suck the laughs out the room. And it's like, no, nigga, you just ain't funny, my nigga. And get funny. And that's the thing you knew or you're not funny yet. It's OK. Get funnier. Like you get funny by having to do that, being under them extreme pressures. Like, nigga, I remember being in rooms where Kool-Aid would come up and go up in front of you because he just knew he could. What up, though? GTQ 70. You know what I'm saying? Like I've been in rooms with Kool-Aid to walk in, but when Josh going up. All right, I'm gonna go up before that nigga. When Larry going up, I'm gonna go up before him. Or having to follow niggas like that. It's like nigga, that's just a part of the game. Nigga, just take your nigga. Just cause you bomb, don't mean you're not funny or your career is over. Nigga, you just you you figuring this shit out, man. Like that's my thing. Like that's my thing about this is this, man. Me saying you're not funny don't mean you ain't shit. It just mean you ain't where you supposed to be at. Just keep getting funny. Now that Boogie gonna headline this room. Okay, cool. Boogie still gonna be funny. You still not. Keep doing the work, nigga. Stop complaining. Like, nigga, this ain't this ain't your job. You can't come here and complain your way to the top. Nowhere you can do that. It's nowhere else you can do that. Like, nigga, it's it's, it's his room. He can do as much fucking time as he want, nigga. And then if he built up the audience, he built it seems it. like a lot of the people were there probably to see him, that have a relationship with him, that have seen him before, that recognize him and Punchline together. So it's like and them niggas and the part nigga. of it is like, like, you know what I'm saying? It'd be like going to back in the day, going to the Staples Center and wondering why the hell I dropped 50, Kobe dropped 50, why they cheering for him more than they cheering for me? Well, nigga, he came straight out of high school and his dad is also um being Bryant, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's just what it is, you niggas. And, and, and like you say, bro, it just come down to that, bro. At the end of the day, bro, niggas gotta stop being on some whole shit and fall the fuck back, bro. Y'all niggas is y'all niggas is fucking the game up, man. Y'all niggas just, just get funny, man. Stop worrying about the wrong shit, dog. Like, you, you niggas, like you said, they coming to see him. None of you niggas, like, nigga, Y'all Otis, nigga. Ain't nobody coming to see you. Ain't nobody coming to see you, Otis. You niggas is showing up, and you niggas is coming, and you ain't put up a flyer. You ain't told nobody to come out. You showing up to a room. That's the arrogance of niggas, too. Niggas get to show up to a room that's packed, people ready to laugh. He open them up. It's comedians who don't even pop their room off. Like, and they'll let another nigga come up, pop it off, and then they'll come up and start being funny. So you get to go in front of an audience that's ready to laugh, and you niggas come through and find a reason to complain. So that's where the hoes is at, man. Shout out to my nigga Boogie, man. You a real nigga. I got love for you. I know you ain't gonna really too much mix it up about this shit. And I ain't either. I just wanted to throw that out there and get it off my chest. It's my platform. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna talk my little shit here and there and every once in a while and drink my alkaline water, nigga. So, uh, where we at now, Car? We gonna we jumping into the top? We gonna get to I it? I assume that uh, we definitely are about to talk about uh, one of Detroit's beloved daughters in media and uh, other ventures. Yeah. Uh, but right now... Uh, one of her actions as we see from the media so so we're responding to the stories as they're happening because that's sometimes that's what we do in podcast world that's okay? what we do so it's not necessarily you we know don't, we don't have all the information you know we whatever, don't have all the information we're going by headline information yeah we just reading topics and it, it popped up 
And um, for one, I, I thought it was weird that she married cuz. I'm not even going to sit here and pump fake with you. Like, I didn't know who he was. Somebody had to uh, put me up on him. I didn't know, you know, in the industry she in, I'm thinking she going to run into a lot of niggas that's on some other shit. Like, but once this series dropped and he was in the limelight and next thing I know, it was like, yeah, she's dating one of the Central Park Five. I'm like, I don't know who these people are. It all seemed pretty opportunistic, in my opinion. You know what I mean? When I saw it, and now all of a sudden, um, I'm on my, I'm going to grab something to eat at on Riverview at this restaurant I love to eat at. I ain't gonna shout them out till they show me a little love, but it's a delicious place that served chicken, and it got me together. And I sent Cardi the information, and I was like, bro, look what just came across the news desk, nigga. And basically, uh, damn, I should app have it pulled up right now. I'm gonna try to pull it up real quick because I just looked at this shit not too long ago. Um, was that on Baller Alert? Yep. Yeah, it was on Baller Alert. I want to read the exact post the way I saw okay, it. I, I, I pulled that up. I want to read the exact post is the way I saw it because I don't know if she, she still got it up on her page. Is is, is under her number? Uh, under, is her name? Is It's London, right? Yeah, yeah, bam. Here you go, right here. Yeah, she basically said this right here. This is what I saw. Uh, 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 oh, she took it down. She put up another one that says, Today I appear to be by myself, but I am not alone. Basically, she put up a post and said, um, My husband cheated on me. He's a narcissist. And I'm ready to tell my story with a very, very, very like doctored up picture of her where it looked like, you know, what I'm saying she about to drop a book or do some type of documentary or a press conference. And that's the post right there that uh, uh, Kari is about to put up. And I just thought it was just too, the timing of it was just like, come on, delicious. Like, what's up? I'm like, you know, I get it. You know, the, in, the Internet is about re uh, being relevant and having your name out here. In my opinion, if you're not happy, don't be happy. You know, in the relationship, how you gonna end it? Why do you have to make this announcement? It's not like this nigga is like uh NBA all-star or something like that. He was a guy who went through some fucked up shit. He turned his life around and he took opportunity and turned it into a bag. And now he out here eating and getting off and he met you and he fucking with you. Y'all seem like y'all was really in love, but who knows what that is and that shit. I just felt it was just a little, I, I don't know. I mean, tell me if I'm wrong, Corey, if I'm tripping. I think she just a little bit, seemed like a little clout chasey to me. That's what it looks like. It feels like to me she's chasing a little bit of clout right here. And Cuz ain't even said nothing yet. And he seemed like he was in love because it's like, who really fucking with him? Like, not to not Cuz. He might be a cool-ass nigga, man. But, you know, he looked like, you know, he came out and had the opportunity to be around people he normally wouldn't. What's up, Jim? Uh, to be around people he wouldn't get the opportunity to be around. And uh, you know what I'm saying? Earlier this year, uh, Delicious and Raymond woo woo skipped a beat with the sharing of the photos, one another woo woo Thursday announced, and then they got engaged. It was, like, fast, too. They got together, like, quick. Like, it was, like, this nigga was on some, like, for the love, uh, for the love of a nigga who just got a bag, and she, she won. Like, nigga, she was with this nigga, and they was together. And I'm like, nigga, did they even date? Like, it was just, it was just weird, in me, in my opinion. Like, I don't know, man. I mean, tell me if I'm tripping, if I'm on bullshit, but me looking at it, dog, like, it seemed like it, I felt like this is where it was going to be at, and I mean, and I know this is Women's History Month, and this is Women's History, like, y'all women got to tell me something, like, look at this, this is a Christmas photo, I don't know how these his kids or not, but they got the makeup on him, they sitting in front of the tree made up, she over there got her hand on his, they look like they in love for fake, you know what I'm saying, so, I don't know how to take this, I feel like, I feel like she, and then here we go, I'm married, oh, here we go, this the post, I married a narcissist who is a complete liar and a cheat, and I'm finally ready to speak my truth. Stay tuned. Why do we need to know that? And and then how do we... He cheated. How do we know he cheated? I feel like women can throw that on you. What's cheating? What did he do? Okay, so I guess this is uh, his post. What did he say? It's okay. I still made it look good. Ralph Lauren. Yeah. This nigga should have gotten to some type of other shit. He should have gotten to some uh, philanthropy. 
Like he came out like too 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 Benzino for me, too Peter Gunnish for me, my nigga. Like, and I ain't nobody to talk shit, but I mean, I'm just here. I got a I got a podcast. It's made to talk a little shit on here, man. Whether you agree with me or not, I don't know, man. I, I part of me want to feel bad for him. The other part of me, I'm like, nigga, you kind of knew this was coming. Like, what you thought was gonna happen, nigga? <laughs> she she want to fuck with the baby. You know what I'm saying? Like she want to be she want to be amongst them niggas. You was hot at that moment when that dropped, and y'all was y'all was wrongly accused. And then you got out, you got your bag, and she kicked it with you. And then she was like, you know what? How I'm gonna spin out of this? Okay, this nigga's a cheater. He's a narcissist, and this. And now, nigga, you beat the you beat the you beat the you beat you beat the federal uh the the, the federal uh jail system. And now, nigga, you in front of the court of public opinion, nigga. Can you get out of this one? Can you beat this one, my nigga? Hmm? Cause nigga, I'm telling you, nigga, they usually go with the ones with the fat asses, my boy. So I don't know how you're gonna play this, dog. I don't know how you're gonna bounce around this one for real. I really feel a way about this, dog. And what is the other niggas from what I hate to call them niggas? What are the other guys from the Central Park Five doing? Are they fucking around? Like, is somebody fucking with like boots or uh delicious or uh New York or something like that? Did they all get a did that was that a package that came with them when they got out? Like, look, here goes some money for fucking up y'all like that, and here go. A reality TV star. Is that how that works? No, not at all. <laughs> I don't know how that works. No, that is not the rollout of, uh, I guess that's retribution money does not come with a, uh, that ain't the a, a flavor of love uh, model. Or I guess, I guess they weren't models on that. What were they? They were contestants. They were contestants. You're right. You're right. So VH1 didn't have nothing to do with them niggas getting out. And so I see how it all kind of still coming. Well, that was MTV2 that the band was on. But it's like MTV2, it sounded like. That's why everything is mixed up because real life is being mixed up with this reality TV shit. So y'all got to understand how I confuse the two worlds. Like, what is happening? Like, where are we at, dog? Like, and, and then you can, uh, bro, I just want to. I just want to see real love. Maybe that's no, I can't blame that on why my shit ain't is. I just want to see real love, man. I just want to see real love, Kari. That's what it is. And if you think I'm coming at delicious, I'm not. I got love for delicious. I don't know her like that. I've been around her a couple of times. She seemed like a sweet motherfucker, cool as hell. But um, I just want to see real love, man. That's why I'd be so angry, man, to get to the heart of it right here. I mean, the Central Park Five. All right. Oh, these are all the guys, innocence lost. Well, we can't read the whole uh you know. Uh-huh. I figured you just knew what was up with these niggas. Next slide. That's my man's. Mm -hmm. I don't know none of these guys, but I'm glad y'all home. Mm -hmm. Stay off Instagram. I wish I could have told that nigga. (laughs) Stay off Instagram. I wish I could have told my nigga. Stay off IG, my boy. Stay off Instagram. (laughs) Stay off Instagram. There you go. Look at my nigga. Fresh face Puerto Rican nigga. He was giving back after losing so much. Uh, Santana was was 14. 14. Lost five years of his life following his conviction on rape, assault, robbery, and riot charges. Today, Santana lives in Atlanta with his daughter. So this was like right when the movie dropped. Okay. Uh, Filmmaker. Proceeds sales in uh, one of his, he got a t-shirt business. So uh, forgetting the past, the other guy McQuarrie nowadays living down south. Another guy, uh, a Trump connection, I guess, uh, became president of prominent New York. Donald Trump took personal interests, implicating the five, uh, free at last. Okay, that's all of them together, as you see. They should have known that nigga was going to be a problem like because he had to be in the middle. Look where he at. <laughs> right there, we should have known that that nigga was going to be a problem. He was in the middle, and, and he put his hands on his man, and I'm sure he got a ring on it. Can we zoom in on that picture a little more? Yeah, we can. Yeah, we can without fucking up the broadcast. 
if we can zoom in just a little more, if it's a ring on his hand, um, yeah. Oh, we went all the way I back. Up the broadcast. <laughs> it's all good. We just y'all. We trying to work. EJ not here, man. You gonna fuck around, go to Pornhub. Never man, it don't matter. <laughs> it don't even matter, my boy. We not even tripping on it like that. Hold on, we might be able to figure it out. I'm trying to figure out if he got what he deserved, y'all. Yeah. Definitely got a ring on his finger. I'm telling y'all, we should have known that nigga, that nigga right there with the Kansas City Royals on, though. He's straight. That nigga didn't give a fuck about none of this. <laughs> Delicious knew not to fuck with that nigga. She was yeah, like, he's hard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she was like, she was like the doy ball head nigga in the middle who like enchiladas. I'm gonna take that nigga to Sweetwater and turn him out. She got that nigga here, put some wings in him, put that pussy on him, and he was fucked up from there, dog. And he thought he was on and popping. And from that, getting a beautiful woman like that, you probably would cheat and think you can get a bad bitch. And he was out here fucking around and got caught up in the struggle. And nigga, she got what I she wanted. Like what if she just in her bag and she mad? They going through some shit. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? She could have just been erratic. What? What? So I guess like let's make it less about delicious. Okay. So let's just go in relationships. How how often do you think it becomes overt and not like a sneak this that you know a person can be mad because they may do some shit and mm -hmm. then they go to social media and you know may put up the. You know, sometimes you go through things in life mm -hmm. post or something. She she went beyond the going through things in life post, but like what, what what about that? What if it was that? What if she was just mad as hell? But that's cool to that's cool to do that. That's cool to do that, even though he filed for divorce already. But it's cool to do that. Let's like he said, let's bring it back a little bit and let's make it more a little bit reality. Let's make it more real to us regular folk who get up and go to work in the morning and you know have to uh do what we do. She went too far. It's like, don't bring other people into my business and our business because it's only going to magnify your feelings and mine. Because now it's, it's nobody it's nobody listening. It's people taking sides. So it's probably somebody on the podcast doing the complete opposite of what I'm saying. And they like, that fat bald head nigga came out and cheated woo woo woo. And now I'm sitting here like, well, delicious. I hear cloudy chasing. She cloud chasing. My thing is this. Why women? Just to bring it just to our world. Normal, regular motherfuckers. Why would you have to take it there? You know? Obviously, for her to go that hard, did she have a discussion with him? I doubt it, because we thinking on some celebrity shit. This is an opportunity to get a bag for her. But why would you blow this up and take anything that we got going on on social media? He's a narcissist and he cheated. And, you know, and now you're more embarrassed because everybody in your business and not everybody's putting their opinion in our business when they didn't have to. And we could have fixed it here. If you feel I'm a narcissist, say something to me. All right, listen, you don't know, like I take pictures like that and I wear my little pose, my little Ralph Lauren's and my rings and shit like that and be putting up pictures for the hoes. I won't do that no more. You should say that to me and we should have that conversation. But have that conversation first. Don't take it straight to the internet. Life is not a reality TV show. Like, don't go give people our, don't go give people the ammunition to tear down what we got. Cause a lot of times people, people don't know, like nigga, so, everybody don't know everything. Like, so, so sometimes what you're saying is it can be like almost like a rollout, especially like at, from a woman's perspective. And here's another rollout that I brought up before. Sweetie clap back at Quavo's breakup tweet, allegedly, uh, alleged infidelity and song, fucking narcissist. And she used, and it's funny, she uses the narcissist term again. Mm -hmm. I brought that up the, when we was talking to Michelle, Shelly P. Um, and um, she said not all guys are um, narcissists. And I, I mean, we should define, I mean, pull up the definition of narcissism. I would like to see it because um, I had to check myself on some shit that I just dealt with where a young lady from my past came out and told me some shit about myself that it took everything in me not to cut into her because, you know, you know, 
mental health was involved in therapy. And um, but I had to be like, I had to act. I called a lot of people close to me. I called Corey, I called uh, my homegirl Heather J. And I was like, Am I wrong? Am I fucked up for how I played this? And I had to make sure I wasn't a narcissist because I don't know what it would define uh somebody to be a narcissist. But it seemed like women throw that out there about men. And when I hear narcissist, I think somebody who might think a lot of themselves, which that sounds like you got a lot of confidence, which would be attractive to most women. You know, most most women would be attracted to somebody that's a narcissist. You know what I'm saying? Uh, this nigga went to a uh, narcissistic personality disorder. That seems like that's just a little deeper than what we talk about, ain't it? Look, that's what a narcissist is. The word narcissism. I got to be easier. Here that's we go. The word narcissism gets tossed around a lot. In our selfie-absorbed, celebrity-driven culture, mm-hmm. often to be described someone who seems excessively vain or full of themselves. But in psychological terms, narcissism doesn't mean self-love, at least not a genuine sort. It's more accurate to say that people with narcissistic personality disorder are in love with an idolized, uh, grandiose image of themselves. And they're in love with this inflated self-image precisely because it allows them to avoid deep feelings of insecurity, but but uh, propping up their delusions of grandeur takes a lot of work. So now we're looking at signs of narcissism. Let me just read the thing. A grandiose uh, sense of self-importance lives in a fantasy world that supports their delusions of grandeur, needs constant praise and admiration, sense of entitlement, exploits others without guilt or shame, frequently demeans, intimidates, bullies, or belittles others. Well, I mean, yeah, that's a lot. I mean, so, you know, I mean, if that's what she's dealing with, that's very fucked up. But I think a lot of people needing admiration at the expense of making others feel low. That's fucked up, Jim. Thinking highly of oneself. Um, You know, what's, I mean, when put it like this, I'm not going to sit here and act like that's not possible and it's not real. And it's a lot of people out here who have a self sense of entitlement. Wait, let, let me let me get in here. A false sense of entitlement. Go ahead. I think the thing is. In relationships especially kind of some of this role we play as men mm-hmm. as quote unquote taking the lead. And I want a man to just make decisions. Like it's an easy rollout for a woman to label any man a narcissist mm-hmm. where society is just going to believe it. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, just due to the societal position that we as men mm-hmm. are put in, like it kind of follows some of those traits. Like you look at some of this definition and I mean, this stuff is kind of vague, grandiose, sense of self-importance like what what do what's the number one trait that women say they like in men josh that they're confident in themselves and they walk around like they got the biggest dick in the room so what is a grandiose sense of self-importance walk around like you got the biggest dick in the room like you know the, the shit that jordan walk around with the shit that you see in somebody you like i just think that motherfucker don't he thinks he's the man he feels he he feel he can get it done no matter what it is that's that's the thing about it and like I sit here and say that, like, okay, and then something said on there that you know you make yourself feel better at the expense of making people feel low. Like, I mean, just because somebody cheat on somebody don't mean they feel better than you or whatever. Maybe have you ever thought that maybe he went and got that pussy because he don't love himself? That's a possibility. But uh, other than that, like, like I say, like the rollout is, you know what I'm saying? Like, if quite like nobody's ever if Quavo makes an album called. I treated you as well as I possibly could treat you and you still did me wrong. And I really could not make you happy because you shut down when I tried to get close to you. Mm -hmm. What's going to be the response to the general public? General public is going to say Quavo is twisting the narrative around and that he's taking advantage of her and he's bullying her. And, you know, I mean, they're going to, she automatically becomes the the victim. It's nothing that a guy can really do in that situation. If it's nothing 
recorded. Like if he don't have uh if he don't have any um you know text messages or any anything to prove anything can be twisted. Like it's almost like damn near like they're making a stallion shit. Like that shit getting weird. Like he said that he was fucking two best friends, and then we seen a text message that basically uh kind of saw him apologizing about some shit, which it looked like it could have been about him shooting her, or it could have been like, yeah, I fucked your friend and I was drunk, and that's what it was. The industry is weird right now, man, especially because now they are kind of catering to women because women have been treated so fucked up for so long. It's mm-hmm. almost like they 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 big women up so much and kind of cater to them to the point where it's like, all right, you almost got to as a man, you got to kind of shut the fuck up and sit down because it's like it's their turn to get their shit off. Like, that's what it kind of feel like. I don't know. It just I see it even in the news and sports news and shit like that, where I be like, damn, they really kind of catering to women. And I mean, I know I come off, I come off, man. I give nothing but love most respect to women. Man. I got nothing but love and respect for women. I see them the same as I see a nigga. But it's just, it's just a little bit extra nowadays. And I don't know, man. I don't know if I'm the only one seeing that shit, but I just been paying attention to that, bro. Like, you kind of got to be careful how you deal with a woman and watch what you say. Like, that's why, like, we was talking about that, like, um, on the phone the other day where I was like, I feel like I have to walk on eggshells with every woman that's in my world, no matter how much they're... What is this, nigga? Another one from... Oh, nigga, like from a, Lipstick Alley. Well, that look like I know, a sex tape, like nigga. Like a yeah, sex yeah, what tape, you doing? But this is the baller alert thing that happened with the baby. And yeah. he was labeled a narcissist over the whole Danny Lay thing. He did come off on some whole shit though. I didn't, I don't, I don't disagree with that. Yeah, but I'm true. saying, like, the rollout of narcissism when it comes to men is it's just real believable. Like, I mean, and also the same way that the rollout for a man being a narcissist, it flips to the other side of the rollout for a woman being a I'm sorry, say that again. The rollout of a man being a narcissist usually rolls out to a woman being a... Oh, being a victim and being victimized and turning us into the villain. So I just want to find a clear definition or a clear, like, lane because there's not a lot of information out here on what's going on with Delicious and Homeboy Santana or none of that. We all just getting... We taking headlines and we running with and finding shit to fill time with. But it always leads back to, like he said, the discussion of, I mean, men and women need to communicate better. Like, everything I do is not a narcissistic thing. Like... If because I speak up doesn't mean that what you're saying ain't important. It's just meaning I want you to hear me clear. Like, I mean, we always talk about it. I think when it comes to men and women, we do too much. We do too much trying to get our point across as opposed to really listening and hearing what the person's saying. And listening is not repeating what I said to you and then saying what you was going to say anyway. It's like, no, really listening to what I said and being like, okay, this is how he feels. Let me try to understand and get what he's saying and take that to and take that into some type of consideration. And I don't think we do enough of that, man. Like, and, and, and the shell said it on the last podcast, like communication is key, man. And I don't think, I don't think like, I know my next real relationship, bro. Like communication is going to be paramount. It's going to be like, when I say things to you, I'm going to try to be clear. And I hope it don't come off as blunt or condescending, but I want you to understand what the fuck it is that I got coming off. And I don't want it to be any mix. Nothing can be misconstrued. Like, I don't want to communicate through text messages, none of that. I want it to be clear how I feel and what's going on. Like, that's kind of where I'm at. I think that's a luxury you'll never have because when we're communicating, our emotions get involved, Mm -hmm. especially when we got feeling. The more our emotions are involved, the more our emotions are hearing. And it's oftentimes, you know, I mean, even with my mom and women in my family, it's been times where they'll say like, I'll say one thing, but it's like, but no, I know what you meant. Even though you said, thank you. You didn't really, you don't really appreciate that. Thank you. You just told me thank you because you want me to get out your face. Mm -hmm. 
I've a man's never told me that. I've had that conversation with many a women. So sometimes with their emotions involved, and then a lot of times their emotions may be picking up certain things in context clues, as I believe women have a grander understanding of like like women can read into things deeper but sometimes this is this is to women what i would say sometimes that stuff y'all reading into is a misread sometimes it may be correct all the time like you know uh you're you you're a, a great quarterback still throws some interceptions mm -hmm. you know but you're going on so many of these red context of where things go the classic back and forth we've had about like a woman talking to dream you so dream you does something then you have a real life argument about something dream you did because it's like no nah, i don't be dreaming about stuff without it happening and it's like you always dream about stuff without it happening now do you sometimes dream about things and does it happen most definitely so even when you communicate quote unquote clearly in talking because when emotions are involved, the communications have so much more subtext than just conversation themselves. My nigga GT just said, my nigga GT, GT just said, uh, nigga don't say too much. You're going to blow your chance to hit. Yeah, man. I, uh, I'm just, just, I just believe like when it comes to communicating, I mean, we always go to the whole emotion and logic, uh, um, argument with it, man. You just got to get to it. I believe. That and I mean, we we talked about this like, bro, for another hour after we got off the last podcast. I believe it's a person you'll you, you'll be able to get to that place where you can communicate with them, even if they're super unreasonable in the moment. Eventually, they can come back and we can have that talk where it's like, listen, I heard what you were saying. I got to calm down. I just had to get my shit off because that emotion is damn near like adrenaline. Let's just say it is adrenaline tied into it. That once it's up, it's up, and you got to go ahead. It's stuck. She gonna trip. She gonna say what she gonna say. She gonna move how she move. But once she calm down. Y'all can have that real talk where it's like, listen, this got me feeling like this. And I don't think it's cool when you do whoop, bang, 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 boom. You know what I'm saying? And then she can come back and y'all can have that conversation. And I just believe that when you run the social media off that adrenaline, like it, I, I want to create an app. I want to create an app where you can't even fuck with social media when you angry or it's a sensor or something in your phone where it can sense where it's like your mood. Like, yeah, this person shouldn't be like it, it should be an app that once you drunk. You can't send out a text message. You can't call somebody. So that way you don't fuck up. And that same energy and the same um and them same emotions and that same hormones that's kicking through you when you're mad, even to do something, does not allow you to use your social media until you're calmed down enough to where you can make real, real uh where you can make clearer statements and uh, you and you're thinking more like you're thinking clearly, like you know what. I ain't even finna go ahead and put that up because that was only gonna add to the fire. Because once you put up your shit, your homegirl gonna be like, Yeah, bitch, I told you that nigga wooty woo, and he was on bullshit, and you shouldn't do this, that, and the third because her and her nigga ain't shit, but they ain't been shit from way back. So now they putting what they putting their energy into a situation that ain't got nothing to do with them. So it's like now they just stirring up shit in your life, bro. So I really just truly feel as if social media and all of that shit should just once you once you put that into the mix, bro, it's an accelerant, bro. That's that that's damn near um lighter fluid. On a fire, bro. It's just gonna turn everything up and just take everybody to a level that they don't even need to be at. So that that's probably what pissed me off because you can go on social media and when you say what subtext, bro. I went on social media and seen motherfuckers post stuff. I can probably go on all my exes pages and see shit on there. And and nigga, I'm talking about exes from four niggas. I like I'm four niggas ago, and I can look on there and be like, that bitch probably talking about me. And maybe that's just my false sense of grandeur. 
thinking like I'm that nigga and I'm grandiose. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know if I said that right, but maybe that's my narcissism had me thinking that. <laughs> look at this, look at this, look at this ex from four ex, this four bitches ago up here still talk about me, but she's like, nigga, I'm talking about this Chaldean nigga I'm dating now. Like I would never know. But um. I'm just gonna be glad when these satellites fall out the sky, dog, and we just go back to like regular times, nigga. We using the pay phones again, and niggas is out here on yellow pages, and we can love each other like we used to love each other, nigga. Like my, like my granddaddy did. And it's, all that. it's 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 kind of like that Chris Rock joke, um, in in that tambourine special where he's like, my parents were married for thirty years, but in a marriage of ten or twelve of his. Due to communication and text, like he spent more time engaging and interacting with his wife than his father, his uncle, and his grandfather ever did. Mm -hmm. and, and then comes the expectations, as we know, with these communication devices, because mm -hmm. it's how soon you text back, when you're gonna be available, what's going on, let right. me know. And and I definitely know. I guess we talked about this last week too. And I'm saying for me, like sometimes I'm still processing shit. You know what I'm saying? Like technology is weird. Like you I know, know I know niggas who have the they grew up in their ear the whole time. Like like they had the AirPods in and they'd be in there and you gotta watch how you say because you know a nigga have his own like nigga he had ear he's talking to his girl all the like nigga we'd be out kicking it and the nigga have his earpod in and he'd be talking like hell yeah 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 what you doing baby and you had to look like who's nigga talking to and he on the phone with his girl so you like nigga I'm glad I ain't say nothing wild because I didn't know your girl was in the car with us so. Like technology, your woman always with you. She feel like she always got access to you. And yeah, back in the day, nigga, my daddy was able to do what he wanted to do and move how he, he wanted went, to move. Your, your dad, like the Chris Rock joke, your dad went to work, worked, probably, you know, met up with his homies or whatever after work, came home, talked to his woman, went to sleep, did that again. And your mom did the same thing. Like she, because for women, it's the same, yeah. it's the same layer. Like, you you part ways, do some shit. Now y'all come together and y'all got more to say to each other or whatever. And then you know, you're right. We and we we entertain. Like put it like this, dog. We are intertwined in like three different worlds. So I wake up, I see my girl. Like this is how we live now. You wake up, you see your girl in the morning. Boom, boom, boom. You go off to work. She go. Uh, she go off to work and do what she doing. Now y'all on social media. Y'all talking about some shit that's going on on social media. So there's two different worlds y'all living in. You talk about what's going on at work, bing, bang, boom, and then she sees something on social media and y'all talking on social media. Then after that, you come back to the crib and she talking about what's going on at the job and now you all up in somebody else's business. So you so connected to what everything going on. It's like, maybe we do burn out fast. Like, you know, everything, everything happens so fast. We communicate so much. I got so much access to you that everything come on hot and heavy like she said we uh like shell said you just get into it real fast and we start falling for each other and then we burn out after a while yeah you say dog was really a decent nigga yeah man i i think that's i think that's what it is dog i think we need to like bro I, i'm really gonna get on and get a flip phone on these niggas man like niggas is really on me like bro i'm gonna get a flip phone and i'm gonna cut that bitch off i mean it definitely i don't know their background and what led to the dating and all of that stuff but Especially at that age and the type of shit he done been through, um, it may take time to date. And I know he proposed to her. You talking about we do. back talking about Raymond Santana. Yeah, we back talking about Raymond Santana and Delicious, but it may take a while to line up. And then he got a daughter too, and his daughter ain't necessarily no spring chicken. But you know, you a father too, and mm -hmm. we've had conversations about this, like including a woman into the family dynamic. Because I'm big on families get married, not people. Mm -hmm. It can be a lot. 
and it can be a lot of rhythm. And then also like a daughter, like your daughter. You know what I'm saying? You've dated women that have met your daughter. Very and few. And like they may feel a certain way where it's like, you know, you lead a room and it's like, hey, clean up something. And then just even that comfort level. And it's like, you know, does the daughter check with you to say like, is that cool? Is it not? I, I think mean, once you know. start kicking it, you, you know what I'm saying? If you get to meet somebody that they dating, it's like you you respect them like you would respect me. What's up, Riri? She said, good evening. I agree with that. I don't know what she agree with, but I hope it's something I said. And who we got down here? <laughs> DJ who? Uh, DJ uh, Monique. Like Maniac? Oh, yeah, there you go. DJ Maniac. It's crazy out here. It's crazy out here for sure because she put niggas in her business by posting everything by... When women hurt, they don't think logical. Nah, they all, bro. They getting their bags. I caught myself, bro, when I was hurt, finna do some wild shit. But then something in me was like, bro, that seemed like some whole shit to do. Like something in me was like, bro, that's really feminine to run and put your shit on there. I, I mean, pushed it up before and took it right the fuck down. I was like, oh, I'm glad nobody seen me that put that was whole what shit most up. Most men had a problem with what the baby did in that situation. Which was in his whole situation, but yes. they said that was more legalities to be like, I want y'all to see how this whole acting, so that way I don't look like I'm tripping, even though he was egging her on. Like mm -hmm. if, if he would have just been sitting there letting her trip, it'd be like, hey man, I'm just sitting here, man, I ain't doing it. I just asked to leave my crib. But then once you start calling her a side bitch and start poking at her, it's like, all right, my nigga, now you trying to play? You mm -hmm. playing a game that really ain't cool. You know, you shouldn't do your, your your daughter's mom like that. If she gonna trip, nigga, you let her hang herself. Yeah, maniac said it's, it's to the point where it's better to be single. Hey, you know what, mate? I think I'm finna do that, man. I was supposed to do that last year. I don't know why I like saying you're like that. I'm supposed to do that last year, but I think definitely this year, bro. I'm gonna stick it out on the single tip, man. I'm gonna just sit at the crib, man. Nigga, read books and chill and work on my narcissism. Read books. That's it, bro. <laughs> I'm eating right. I'm working out. You see, I'm drinking water. I don't even drink on. I don't even drink on the motherfucking pods no more. Like, and we moved it to Wednesday, but I'm done, bro. I'm just putting myself in a better space, man. I want to be in a better head space for my queen that's uh in front of me. You know what I'm saying? You feel me, Riri? She said, yeah, right. For real, I'm single on God. I'm still going to fuck around. You know what I'm saying? I'm still getting a little pussy here and there. But I'm just saying, like, I am going to be a single black man for my for the first time since I was... <laughs> I, think I, I, think I, had a, I think I've had a girlfriend since I was, like, nigga, 25. I think I've always had a girlfriend lined up. Like it's just weird, but yeah, I, I'm gonna definitely be. be uh, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a dollar bill out sure. You gonna be reading some uh, some of these Quan Mills, uh, some uh, more of the the hoes got the, roaches. The Quan Mills collection, like you did before. This hoe got roaches in her crib. <laughs> that nigga really getting off with these books, dog. <laughs> nah, man, I'm a, I'm gonna I'm read more self help see. books. Uh, what about this? Um... <laughs> I'm gonna read more oh, self-help books. Old thought next door. <laughs> yeah, dog went off and they got a part two. That's what's up. Old uh, thought next door too. You you had passes. Oh, this was the one you read an excerpt from. Oh yeah, pastor, you pussy too. No, nah, I ain't gonna fuck with that. Oh, they call it pussy too. Yeah, I ain't gonna fuck with none of these books, man. I'm gonna let the streets have them, man. This yeah, is the problem we in now. I'm gonna let them have that. What's, what is this? Uh... <laughs> what? It's this shit is like where does he come up with he just saying shit like all you gotta do is come with a title like this is this whole eat chilling what is this saying go to that last one like this just the last one oh that this one, one. this the, one the last one yeah all the way to the right ain't nothing left with it. yeah right there that one that one right there I ain't I don't see nothing nigga what you mean I don't see nothing it's a bitch eating chicken right there oh yeah that one that yeah. last one yeah click that one let me see it this whole eats chitlins a hood horror story. Yeah, man. 
they just making up shit and then they just make up a story behind it. Like, nigga, it's some wild shit. But yeah, dog, I'm single all year, dog. So y'all looking for me, man? And we finna start throwing a lot of events, bro. I'm actually gonna do a nice. I got a couple of events we finna put in the works. We planning on not because because the karaoke went so good. We got some events. We got people reaching out to us. We got sponsors. We got people who really want to tap in with us from all different walks of life. And I'm open to it all at this point in my life, bro. I'm, I'm open to experiencing all of this, man. I had somebody invite me to a swingers event. And I wasn't going to go because um, I'm a tall nigga and I do comedy. And I think it's hard. It's very easy to spot me. Like, and a nigga be like, man, you know, Josh, being a fucking fat bitch. You know what I'm saying? Like, you just don't know what niggas might see there in you and what you own. And you know what I'm saying? So I'm finna really get out here and live life, man. I'm finna be single out here, man. Like, I don't know what to expect, man. Cause I've always I've had a girlfriend since 25. You know what I'm saying? Since Obama was in the in administration. Well, we do not want to uh, have you join the lifestyle, my brother. Hey, man. Sometimes you got to try different things. There's some new condoms out here called the Black Card. I don't know if y'all seen them. It's a black-owned condom company. Mm -hmm. I don't know why the fuck they would waste their money going into that shit, but. <laughs> The black car. I've been going to because at my job, I go to all these stores and I be seeing. I'm like, why am I seeing all these? And it's a girl. Can you pull it up? It's called the black car. And um, it's like, it's this black, it's this bad black bitch with like she got condom in her mouth and she biting and it's a gold wrapper and shit like that. But it's like niggas is not wearing no condoms. I don't give a fuck if a black man made it. Get your ass out of here. The black car. If anything, they can come up with a pan B pill. Some niggas can really use. Ain't no black contraceptive. I mean, did you pull it up? I'm, I'm looking. I don't see no ad on it. I think they knew, and they might, and and it, and it just might be on some Detroit shit. Like nigga, this might be some shit they started here, nigga. <laughs> it might be our own rubber. They be like, nigga, this is Detroit latex. They make it. They make it from. They make it from all the tires that's busting in these potholes. They was like, we might as well. We got all these potholes. We busting tires. Let's just take these tires and turn them into condoms. It's called the black card. Nah, no, nah. it's something else that's called black owned condoms. It's for the culture. Nah. Them sound dumb too. Let me see them. See. I ain't gonna knock it though, man. Go support. I mean, buy them, but don't use them. Just have them. Have them to be able to get the pussy. Anyway, I'm single. It don't matter. I, I'm single now, so I gotta use condoms. Black owned condoms. 10 pack for the culture. Nine dollars. Nigga, I wish I would waste nine dollars. <laughs> I wish I would waste nine of my hard-earned dollars on some condoms. I was telling Cardi the other day, man, if a girl uh if a girl lived farther than three miles away, you shouldn't use no condom. If you had to Ridiculous. go that ridiculous, strap up, strap up. <laughs> yeah, your seatbelt, nigga. Yeah, strap in. up, as in put on your Jimmy hat, as old school people would say. A that, prophylactic. That was back when niggas was Doctors using condoms. A Jimmy hat. <laughs> if she lived farther than three miles away, nigga. Yeah, you're right. I ain't finna get back into this, Riri. I've always been in relationships as well i feel like you miss out when you don't take the time to just date just get locked in with one person that's it you're right you just confirmed it for me right there i'm finna stay single i'm finna be single and i'm finna date and i'm just enjoy people's time and let them go home when they want to go home and um i'm not gonna force nothing I, I like to be up under a motherfucker I'm, I'm gonna stop doing that i'm gonna stop doing that i'm gonna date i'm gonna get to know people i might even and i joke about this a lot i might date a white woman I don't mean nothing. It's just dating. It's just getting to know them and going out and fucking, you know, shit. Ambrosia salad. I don't know. I don't even know what white people eat for real. I don't know what white people, what kind of music they listen to. I don't know. You know? Herein lies the second half of it. Just me knowing you. you know, Dr. Umar Kari. Hilarious. I was going to say, not even with Activates the coon chip. <laughs> All it takes is a little bit of white white manipulation to activate <laughs> the, the coon, coon chip. chip. 
That's one of the funniest. <laughs> cool no chip. context, Umar. <laughs> now, what you were saying, my dog? I was gonna say, man, here lies like your personality, dude. You're you're a sincere mm -hmm. and genuinely good dude. So sometimes this is the other side of it. What? You see those puppy dog eyes, that woman that doesn't want to leave. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like you try to establish boundaries. Mm. And I think it hits your heart a little bit more because sometimes even in that quote unquote talking stage or like getting to know stage, a woman wants to expedite things because the fantasies in her head a whole lot more than in your head. So you I at least I mean, in knowing you, mm -hmm. you my homie. Yes, sir. I think sometimes you've been like these are good women, but you've been. Almost honoring her desires. To not break their heart in the early stage, because that's the other thing. Like, it's not like I think as as she gets connected to you, whether it's day one or the, whether it's day 400,000, it is still is tough. Mm -hmm. It's still tough. Like, you know, when that woman reaches out, like, I, I just really want to see you. So let me know. Can I see yeah. you this weekend? I don't care. We can do whatever. I want to see you when she hits you with that kind of the energy that love you was talking about last week. Mm -hmm. And you like, okay, we really not on that level to just do whatever. Mm -hmm. So let's wait that perspective. And then you get that text back. Like, I still like you. I still appreciate you. I'm still dreaming about you tonight. I wish I could have seen you. Mm -hmm. Hopefully we can see each other tomorrow. For sure. You get that shit. Yeah. And that's early on when you just trying to pace the shit, let mm -hmm. alone when you there. And then you'll hear the woman say, I can handle whatever. I just want to be with you. If I can just get a day, I don't care. I'll take 20 minutes. I'll take whatever. Mm -hmm. I'll take like they're pitching you and they on your bumper. And then you be like, I right, fuck it. And then you end up in this Semi relationship. Yeah. What well, is semi relationship? Then be then becomes a real relationship. And you ain't even really defined what the terms were mm -mm. when from the beginning you like, yo, I don't even necessarily know if I'm supposed to be here. It's like, nigga, you take the job. You don't even know how much you're getting paid. You don't even know what position you work in. It's just like, I just know I'm at Wendy's and you gave me a uniform. I don't know what's going on. And it's so funny that he say that signals get crossed. Fuck it. I'm going to talk about this. A woman from my past came up and hit me up, right? And told me that she's currently in therapy because um, at one point in time. Okay. So just to set the scenario up, me and this young lady was just fucking. And that's all it was, right? We was just fucking. And the it was clearly established what it was by the time that she was to, was to pull up into the crib to what we got into when she got there. And that's just that's all it was. It wasn't nothing, but we was fucking. That's all it was. And then um, I was like, hey, what's up with your homegirl? You know what I'm saying? Basically like, yo, what's up with your homegirl? Because we just fucking. And. She fucked one of my niggas. So it was just like, it was clear that it was like, all right, we just fucking people now. So it's like, it's cool. I can fuck whoever I want to fuck. You fuck who we want to fuck. And then I was told that I fucked her up to the point where she needed, not needed to go therapy for that, but she went to therapy and that was one of the things that she said that was one of the lowest points in her life. And it fucked me up because in my head, I'm like, how is that one of the lowest points in your life when we was just fucking like it was nothing more. I didn't offer nothing more than that. It wasn't like, it was no promise to be nothing else. She took it to a place I guess in her mind that it was bigger than it was because in my head it's like you fuck my guy, so we fucked and we ain't fucking like that no more. What's up with your homegirl? You know what I'm saying? Am I wrong <laughs> for asking her like what's up with your homegirl? 
And this is the thing. Hold on, Car. Don't switch the camera yet, nigga. Because I want to get all this out. And then and then and then I'll let the people decide what's up with me, nigga. See delicious. I'll I'll put my shit out here too. I don't care. Yeah, I asked, I was like, what's up with your homegirl? I didn't straight up say I wanted to fuck her, but she knew what that meant. But you fuck my boy. So if you fuck my boy, I can't try to fuck your homegirl. And then all of a sudden that makes that puts you in a place where you in the lowest point of your life like that. Because I asked that. You fuck my nigga. That's it, Your Honor. That's it. That's all I got to say. I rest my case. What I'm saying is her fantasy was it was more than what it was. It like because that's the thing about emotions. Like it become more than what it is. And you know, I guess like on both sides, Mm -hmm. yeah, men we have emotions too. But I think. It's just a societal norm that we deal with rejection a whole lot more because it's definitely been situations where it's like, you know, that shit, it, it, it hurt. You know what I'm saying? Where you thinking that it's going to build to more, you planning shit out, you trying to plan a vacation and, and do all this stuff and do more things. And then she's like, well, you know, I'm at a different point in my life now and I just think I want some space. And you'd be like... All right. Got to choke cool. that up. You know what I'm saying? And you just got to kind of roll with the punches. Whereas I think that that fantasy in a woman's head can become dangerous as, as women are defined. I said this in last week's podcast. I think sometimes women are defined by association. Like, you know, who they man is matters a whole lot more. Who a woman's man is matters a whole lot more than who our woman is. Like, we can almost walk in with any woman in society you know, they may say a, he, this or that. You know what I'm saying? But it's not like how a man defines a woman. Yeah. Uh, how her friend, how her, fi- you know, all of a, a man, a man, a man makes that. a woman a queen. A queen can't make a man a king. And um, in the in the sense Societal. of like, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. In the sense of like, you know what I'm saying? The royalty aspect of it, shit like that. So you can kind of take that over in life. So well, I get all forms of relationship, like even a mother. A, a woman's motherhood is defined by who her children is. Not saying that if a man, if a dad has, I guess I hate this term, but if some if some kids are bad, society rarely looks at the dad and like, damn, you got some badass kids. Mm-hmm. That's more reflected from a societal standpoint on a mother. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, a daughter plays a different role in responsibility than a son does. Like women through society are defined by association so these fantasies that exist in their head are like you know so tied to like things like it's certain shit that you know i've been you know like you ever dated a woman been with a woman and she like i'm so glad i can i got you now i can do this 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 and this like damn they're like it's a rundown list of things to do with men now that i'm a man in her life and you be thinking to yourself like i don't have a long list of shit i want to do with a girl i did it if i want to do some shit with a woman I just be like, okay, you want to do some shit? The nigga list is short. I want to suck your titties. I want to eat your pussy. I want to have sex with you in this couch. <laughs> niggas got like, they, niggas list is short of what we want to do with women. And women list be like, yep, now we can go to the beach. And you tall enough for us to wear. I, you got heels. I can wear my heels with you so I can go out with you. And you know what I'm saying? You're not allergic to seafood. We can go eat at your mirror. Like all that shit they have on their list. A nigga just like four things. I want to suck that titty, yeah. that titty, that pussy, kiss you. And then do what we love to do. But that's my thing is that the fact that this 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 girl can hit me up and I apologized. Like I just apologized. I didn't say these things to her because I didn't want to fuck her up because she's trying to get help. 
for whatever's going on with her. So I just said, you know what? I apologize. I'm sorry. But if she sees this podcast, it's probably going to fuck her up. But my thing is, I just had to talk about this because I called Heather. I talked to Kari about it. And I'm like, how can she hit me up on some shit and be like, okay, so you fuck my homeboy. And then we fuck. And then I say, what's up with your homegirl? And I'm the worst nigga in the world because I want to do what you already did. You fuck my guy. Not to say we best friends, but I'm like, what's that? And then she played the role like, well, that's my best friend. You can't have a best friends, bitch. No, somebody got to get fucked. You can't like you can't put the franchise tag on all your friends. That's all it is. Some of these hoes uh is unrestricted free agents, and you gotta let them be who they is. But see, that's the other thing because it's the emotions that get tied up that draw all of this shit up. You know what I'm saying? Like it ain't fair. It, it fairness is don't exist. And when you a man, you just it ain't you fair. Roll with it. It we ain't gotta, fair. We gotta roll with it. The same way you apologize, and it's so much shit. And I, I I've apologize. apologized for where it's like I don't even know why the fuck I'm apologizing, or I've or I've it agreed to some shit that don't even make no motherfucking sense. But it's like, you know what? I need to move this shit forward because if I don't agree with this, then now I'm going to get into an argument. And if I get into an argument, that's not going to move us ahead to where we need to go in the whole situation. Like, here go shit with me. Like, me and my aunt. And my Mm -hmm. aunt right now is, you know, going through the aging process and and dealing with, like, some of the aging things. But in this aging in her mind and stuff, she got in her mind that, like, other people in my family is, like, doing fuck shit to her mm-hmm. and they're not but it's in her mind but just now so it's like every conversation i have with her will include at least five to ten minutes of some shit that i know is not real yeah. but i just gotta roll with it because i still gotta engage and interact with my mom but i've also been in relationships where it's been the same where it's like you know another chris rock joke it's funny chris rock comes up where it's like you know it's like you you know, women will talk about women at their job that's intentionally trying to destruct and devastate their life. And like, this woman's evil and da 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 da. And you meet her, and I ain't saying like these women that work with women, because that'd be weird dynamics, don't be throwing shade. But it's like, I don't know if this woman is, you know what I'm saying, uh, Commander Cobra and shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, you got a couple options here. Yeah, but you cool. just got to sit there and be like, yeah, Commander Cobra on some shit today. You know, I mean, like, uh, I just want to eat some spaghetti. But I'm going to agree just to move the fucking shit forward. Whatever you say. If the bitch evil, she evil. But my thing is, dog, I'm going to just top. I'm going to take my L's where I take my L's at. I will say I was wrong for one, for, for telling her I wanted to fuck her friend in a way. I didn't tell her outright I wanted to fuck her friend, but I kind of probably did. I just said, what's up with her? It, I could have went about it another way because I didn't know her any loyalty. Like, that's what we say with trust. When Like, trust in a relationship is like, okay, I'm not going to cheat on you. But it's also, I'm not going to fuck nobody you know. And I'm not going to fuck your family and this, that, and the third. I didn't owe this human being none of this loyalty. She fucked my guy, which I know y'all going to say, niggas don't give a fuck about that. Why do y'all give a fuck about that? Why do it matter if I fuck a friend of yours that's really not a friend of yours? Somebody you won't be cool with in three to four years. That be my thing, man. And while we sitting here in Women's women's History Month, let's just reflect on that. You understand what I'm saying? (laughs) Like, let's, let's, let's do away with the old, uh... The old the, the old model that we've been living in, and let's get out of this. Like, you know, and stop trying to make a nigga feel bad for some shit like that. Cause that fucked with me. Cause I'm like, damn, I would hate to think that I'm out here ruining motherfuckers. But I'm like, damn, I thought we was playing the same game. Like, but I, I, I look up, I'm hooping in in reality. You know what I'm saying? I'm playing, I'm playing, I'm playing football. You playing rugby. I'm just trying to use something that everybody to know there's a lot of women on here. 
we just not speaking the same language. You're not playing the same game. Because when we start fucking around, it was, okay, I'm a bitch who can move like this. I move like a nigga do. But then it's like, I do some shit. And then it's like, no, no, you can't react with nigga, with, fem with feminine energy when you moving like a nigga. And, and in reality, I mean, how many times are we going to have to learn that lesson? And as men, I think we will learn it probably maybe till we like 75 because there's so many women that's like, nah, I'm not like other women. I, I can move like a man. It is what it is. I'm cool. Nah, man. When emotions get involved, they're connected in the same way as we had last week with the lovey situation. And we had to explain the whole damn, that may have been post-game conversation, but yeah. it was a couple different scenarios where so it's like, fuck up. lovey as a man, you can't think like that. Like, we don't have the luxury of responding in that way. Sometimes we just got to respond in a way to keep shit cool. Because we see shit down the line of how it's going to trigger your emotions where you don't even see that shit yet. Mm. We know people, places, and things that will get shit off the radar. You know what I'm saying? Where you be like, what the fuck? Exactly. And uh Riri said, I thought men get more bothered by that than women. Uh yeah, we 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 don't want you to fuck none of our friends, but it's like that's in a real relationship. Like a relationship, like if put it like this, man. If I'm just fucking somebody and Kari fucker at one point in time, I don't I'm not caring about that for real. Like that ain't nothing I'm tripping on, seriously. So it is what it is. But then if you fuck Kari, I'm gonna fuck your version of Kari. <laughs> do you get what i'm saying your smart friend who read books and put on a lot of shea butter so don't, and i'm not doing it on purpose that's just how it's gonna play out i'm gonna be like all right bet because that's what we own but to even just tap into what kari said just as far as like women is like women women just think differently and like it's not wrong it ain't right it's just different yeah. but i think it's just a better way you know to me to say better it's like it's fucked up but it's just a better way to just engage you know what i'm saying like well it's it well the, what you're saying let, let me let me let me uh translate a little bit more for you it's like as men we feel as though and women may feel like this Riri, comment on it as men we feel like we go so far out the way to try to have an understanding of y'all but y'all y'all don't even sometimes step in the realm of understanding us and if it is it's more so you trying to understand the subtext of us instead of just understanding who we are you trying to read in the shit mm -hmm. that you don't even need to read into we'd be like no for real like here go a classic uh back and forth you know the whole what you want to get to eat mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying it's like you the man you supposed to decide and it's like oh fuck that you know what I'm saying? It's like I want a man that knows what, da, 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 da. and it's like it ain't up to me. Why did you wait to? Because if you knew me and you thought like a man, you would just get something to eat when you was ready to eat. You wouldn't wait till we met up, assuming that I was gonna handle getting you some food. So now I have the responsibility of going through stuff, and then I'd be like Chinese. No, nah, I had that yesterday. All right, let's go get tacos. You know, I don't want to get tacos this late. And now it's like all right. That nigga don't exist, man. From the movies, who'd be like, get her uh, a steak medium rare with a wine and this, that, and then. Nah, that's just, it's not what it is. Get what you like and let's do something. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, it's just, that's just, that's movie shit. And we let media kick, like, kick into us. And how you thinking that a nigga's doing that? My daddy never ordered my mama shit. She, she said what she wanted. You know what I'm saying? 
She said what she wanted. She got what she wanted. That's all it is. Like we we here to serve. Men are we're here. We're here to serve you. Yes, I agree with that. Most of us women don't realize how simple men are, and they don't even try to understand. Nah. And that's and that's really all we saying. That classic meme that went out Keep where it that classic meme that went out. Remember with the dress on the tape on the on the bed and and said, okay, at seven o'clock, meet me here yeah. and wear these shoes and wear this. That shit sounds good in fantasy world. Yeah, and does. this is what's so weird. I think a lot of women see that post and think, hell yeah, I would love if my man did that. Yeah, in real life, it's like, it's like, oh, my hair and what's going on in this dress. I don't really like that because I got a little extra weight right here. And I don't, you know, should we go there? And I mean, I, these shoes, I don't like, you will be sitting telling her to meet you there at seven o'clock. You're going to get a text message while you at the restaurant at seven o'clock. You're going to be at the bar. You're going to go through like about four drinks. At best, she's going to come mm -hmm. there by like 8.30. In real life, the nigga who laying um, the bed on the dress and telling you me, he beat, he beat bitches up. I'm telling you that right now. That nigga who like, yeah, put this dress on me, me there. That's going to be the nigga going to have you dressed up in a sweatsuit staring at the wall like R. Kelly did, allegedly, to these hoes. Yeah, niggas ain't moving like that. That's a that's a that's a weird ass now. Nah, niggas ain't doing that. I mean, because if you do, it's like it's so many other like it's been times. I don't know about you in, in dating women. Like if a woman got a kid, she got, you know, she gonna need a babysitter. You know what I'm saying? If a woman got her job, she definitely got like a business. She play a role in like, you know, you date women that's in a sorority. She got to volunteer with, you know what I'm saying? The, the AKs or the Deltas or the Zetas in the morning or some shit. Like mm -hmm. it'd be a lot of shit. I'd be taking into account as I'm dating a woman, like damn near developing a file of shit as stuff goes on. You know what I'm saying? We learn we learn more of what not to do with y'all than what to do. Like when I date women, I don't be like, all right, flowers and this, that, and the third. I just learn what not to do. It's damn near like nigga, how not to get in trouble with y'all. Like, nigga, <laughs> I've never learned everything, everything I've done to impress y'all. You know what I'm saying? It was like I've I've tried to learn on the fly, but from dealing with women, I learned what not to do. Not yeah. to do. Like I have yeah. a I have a file of what not to do, my nigga. Yes. It's like, nigga, my, yeah. my, my follow what not to do is extensive, nigga. Yes. Like, nigga, I know what not to do with y'all for sure. And, 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 and it's your file. Meaning, like, when we're dating that woman, we're dating under the file of you. Like, it's not like it's women in general. It's like this file is your file. I know this is the information about you. We're, we're, and we're always collecting new data mm -hmm. and all of this stuff. It's stuff that, you know... You know, the classic, you know, I can just do a picnic on Belle Isle and all of that stuff. That shit sounds good on paper. Yeah, it do. That shit sounds real good on paper. Till you get to Belle Isle. In real life, three o'clock, and, and you and Belle Isle and Ants start crawling on a woman. And what's happening, Josh? Fuck Ants crawling on a nigga, nigga. It's a, it's a, it's a motherfucking strip, strip club up there, and they washing our cars up there, and now there's bitches <laughs> everywhere. And now you got to break your, you got to make sure you lock in on her ass. Like, man, these hoes is thick as hell. Anything can go wrong, man. Anything that can go wrong will go wrong. Anytime I have done anything to try to be like out the way, impressive and sweet, Women never appreciated it. And you could say I didn't do it right or whatever, but it's like, no, I put some thoughtful shit down before and I have rarely seen a woman be appreciative of it. And I know you're going to say, do the wrong bitches and this, 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 third. <laughs> I just truly think women are more, y'all way simple, y'all way, y'all way simpler when it comes to it than y'all want to admit to it. Y'all think y'all want all this firework shit and all this? Nah, you don't want none of that. You don't want none of that. You don't want none of that. I'm telling you, I've done it. I've, I've got, nigga, 
this rose petals and strawberries and yeah. nigga his and her massages massages and motherfucking yeah. um envelopes that explode and shoot confetti everywhere <laughs> yeah. like nigga i've done all the things that nigga, nigga a room full of balloons and yeah. had a personal chef make some food and it was like it didn't it didn't it, it got overshadowed by you could have did something a little better even got overshadowed by the fact that i was told that we could have just went to dinner and you could have saved way more money than you spent. I, I've been told that before too. Heartbreak, nigga. Heart crumbled. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Heart and, crumbled. And then, and then on the flip side, it's like, we'll never do nothing. And it'd be like, I didn't know I was supposed to be the person. We, we had this discussion with Lovey last week. It's like, if you want to do something, you kind of going to have to be the one to usher some of that, whatever something is. Because I don't even know what's defined as something. Because... <sighs> You know, you leave it up to men's devices. It probably will be. I guess I hate the label of like Tubi or Netflix and chill, but a lot of time, depending upon the dude you're dealing with, especially Nigga. me, I'm gonna want to kick back just because I be on so much outside of it, and my intimate space is more of a relaxed space. I'm not, yeah. I'm not in an intimate zone where yeah. I'm thinking like, wow, let me go see uh, the big top circus. Let me look into the heart of America real quick, Nigga. I was gaslighted. I didn't even know what gaslighting meant till now. And I had this word used on me and I didn't know. Then I realized that the person who used it on me used it on me. <laughs> I was told that, okay, my birthday coming up Friday. Are we doing something? Because if not, I was just going to get some reservations for dinner. I'm like, uh, you know, did I plan something? If not, I'm going to just get reservations for dinner. All right, fuck it then. Well, you know, if you want to go dinner, let's do that. No, because if you got something planned, then we can just do that. <sighs> okay so now i'm trying to plan something and you know it's only so much you can do with whatever you got and you know it was just a weird timing so i planned whatever got some food made bought some very expensive liquor and we went to the crib we ate full wise drinks and we had sex and then i was told like yeah you just got some food and came over and we ate and you got some liquor and we fucked it was like a bitch you just was fucking like you know what i'm saying i'm like a bitch i was fucking you my girl it was like and I ain't even want to throw what I spent out there. You know what I'm saying? I ain't going to act like I spent. I spent a lot of money for a, 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 a comedian. You know what I'm saying? That ain't blown up. Like a nigga who got a job to kids. So any dollar I spend is important to me. So I just think that it's like, you know, just to take it into consideration. It, whatever. And it was just like, yeah, it just kind of felt like you were just fucking a bitch. Like, you know, like you were just fucking a regular old bitch. You came through a bottle of liquor and expense bottle of liquor. We fucked. And we watched, uh, you know, the harder they fall. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm only laughing, man, you to done, keep from crying. You done time, you done time, time stamped that, that bitch a little bit. <laughs> this had came out like it. Boomerang. This bitch, this bitch came out in like 08, though. I I got the first copy. I got the beta copy of the movie. This this wasn't when Andrew's Alba was in it. Arsenio Hall was playing the lead cowboy nigga. So anyway, cuz this, so you know, I just threw a movie out there. That really wasn't a movie. Anyway. We was doing what we did, and then that's what I was told. And then I sh and then I was like, and then she basically said we could have just went to dinner and you could have spent a whole lot less money, or we could have did. Well, that's so funny. I got a text that was funny to me. <laughs> and I was told that uh that ain't gonna happen though, it ain't no sense of emergency. But it was like uh I was told that it was like you could have did less in this and I was like, Well, you wanted to do it in the you said that we could have went Friday and you changed your mind. Like, why we didn't do that? So I just think that's gaslighting, in my opinion. But like I said, man, um, I don't lost my whole uh point that I was finna go on as far as this though. But 
women just y'all y'all just get to do what y'all want to do and move how y'all want to move and y'all expectations for what y'all want for men are very unrealistic and it's unfair and i don't think you get said a lot because we get to turn into because you very educated women to come on here and call us buffoons and say all big words and make us feel stupid you weak as hell a real man would whoopty whoop and wang wang womb and you know my vocabulary ain't as big as yours and i don't have as many degrees as you do and you work out and do yoga and you do all these great things and you probably got drake trying to fuck you that's cool but just coming from a real nigga perspective a man who who has daughters and just you know what i'm saying i think i'm all heart I really, truly do believe y'all don't give us the same credit that we give y'all. And that's all we want. That's, that's all we want. All we day. want you is to, like, come a little bit across the street. That's it. Not Maybe not even all the way. Because as a man, how we got to build that follow-up of what not to do. And I'm not saying women don't have a follow-up what not to do with men. But I think the follow-up what not to do with men, in my opinion... It's probably a lot more short, and then furthermore, oh, because oh, we oh, engage. Oh, 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 my bad. Just let me say this because I fucking forgot. The point was mm-hmm. that y'all don't appreciate shit in the moment. Like maybe you'll look back over one time, and I've had them do that before, where they'd be like, "Damn, I didn't, I didn't realize what you did was some, was a, was some something to be appreciated, and it was a great thing." Or wooty woo. So that's what I wanted to say. I don't think that y'all appreciated it at the time. You know what I'm saying? So my bad, Carl. Go ahead. I just wanted to make sure I put it on wax that I remember my whole point when all these college educated women come attack me. Happy uh, women's <laughs> hilarious. I was just saying like that. It's just come across the street a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Come across the street a little bit. Kind of look at it from our point of view a little bit. That's all we saying. So if you look at it a little bit like us, it'll. You know what I'm saying? Like that's some of the dopest appreciation for us. Like just a little bit like us. A little bit, mm-hmm. not all the way, because you'll never see. Just like we'll never see, but we're, you know trying to see more of the angles we trying to you know avoid some of the blow-ups we trying to you know not see you fucked up because part of the intimacy and i guess i guess that's a bigger question josh do you think intimacy between any people is dealing with the ugliness a lot meaning like you know this woman is like being a superhero for everybody else so now that Linda Carter come home, she got a, you know, not a super, not a super, uh, what is it? Wonder Woman come home. Now she just got to be Linda Carter for you. And Linda Carter for you may be somebody that's more vulnerable. And in that vulnerability, it's the insecurities. It's the downtime. It's the sadness. It's mm-hmm. the, it's the shit that, you know what I'm saying? Like, do you think that's part of the intimacy? Don't see if they see this little tear coming out of one face. No, I'll put some water right there. So they'd be like, damn, that nigga really hurt. <laughs> <laughs> I am though. But no, man, he right. Intimacy is the is the ugly shit. Like women think intimacy is the being laid up and cuddling in that bed and doing all that. Nah, intimacy is the real shit. Getting out to the nitty-gritty and being like, listen, man, this is me at my worst. And this is the, these are the fucked up things about me, man. Like, it's not the pretty side of it. Like, I say that when I go to the gym, like nigga, we getting ugly. So that way we can get right. You know what I'm saying? We getting ugly so we can get cute. Or we can get healthy. So I think I, I and I think that's the first time I heard it. Like, yeah, we stripped down, bro, to get to the to the to the best part of everything that we want to get to in a relationship. So um I just think if y'all listen to this and stop trying to listen to if y'all can listen to this and hear it for everything that we trying to be right, like for what's right in it and stop trying to find what's wrong, I think all the other shit can be fixed. 
and you know, like listen to what we saying and not look for the, you know, what we said, like, yeah, that's wrong. No, 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 that's incorrect. Like, listen to what we saying. That's right. That's right. And let's work on that shit. The other shit we can we can be corrected. Like we we gonna go back and forth with that shit all day. Look at what's right in the conversation we trying to have. You know what I'm saying? You hear niggas talking about, hey man, we are trying. We're trying. It may not be perfect, but the nigga is trying. He's texting you and he's saying he wants to see you and he spelled wants W-O-N-T. He still wants to see you. He may as gr grammatically is wrong or his vocabulary is wrong, but he still want to fuck with you. Stop being so much a stickler on the bullshit. Like, man, you know what I'm saying? Like, see a nigga for what he is as opposed to what he ain't, bro. Like, that's what, what a nigga saying. I don't even know how we got here, man, but delicious started. So if y'all got a problem with me, y'all holler at y'all queen. Y'all holler at y'all queen. We got here because Delicious did my man wrong on the shade room and blew him up. And now she finna do a whole rollout and blow up for him. And he might be a fuck nigga. But now this just opened up the conversation for me to get deep in my bag right now and get in, and get in here and talk my shit upstairs in this motherfucking, this, 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 this uh, colonial style crib we in, my nigga. Talking what we talking, man. So, you know, I don't know. I don't, I don't have much more to talk. I mean, any other topics, anything else going on? It's something else that happened we could have covered. But I mm. think that might be it. Cause Cardi getting sleepy over here. No, nah, no, nah, I'm up. I mean, I, I think let's see. Your sleeves, your sleeves woke. <laughs> you ain't up, nigga. <laughs> nigga sleeves woke in the motherfucker. Nigga sleeping. And nigga put his arms up like, ah, so the way how'd I be? Diamo. The auto correct. I can't see it. Still trying to figure it out. The auto correct. I swear, sabotage at times. Yeah, man. Yep, he spelled the fuck out of sabotage. But they don't care about that, man. We just being all on the extra side of it all, man. Um, what I got coming up? Um, boom, 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 boom. I got some shows this weekend, but it ain't nothing y'all can come to. It's a private party I'm doing. Um, be on the lookout. I, I could possibly be at punchline next weekend. We're gonna see that may be happening. Um, the 11th, I know I got a show with my guy Fluid. What fluid do his shit at at the jazz cafe? Mm -hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Jazz cafe. I'm gonna be over there. We uh, postponed it because of that big snow that came, and he pushed it back to uh March the 11th. So I will be there. If y'all looking to see me anytime soon, definitely gonna be there, kicking it, having fun, doing my comedy, man, kicking it, talking my shit. Uh, I think that's all I got going on, man. Um, Wednesday, boom, boom, boom. Yeah, that's everything, man. That's everything I got going on, man. So, uh, Carl, you got anything you want to shout out before we get the fuck on? Man, nothing really, man. Just keep it moving. Uh, Detroit is different. Check us out. Keep us going. Um, you know, new plans in the summertime. Looking forward to a lot of different things. Uh, I do got, I guess this. I ain't watched the earthquake special yet. Oh, um, yeah. how you feel about that? That is a question. I mean, sometimes we talk comedy and everything. I just watched the Fat Tuesdays, uh, Doc too, and that was real cool. But how you feel about like that relationship of comedians kind of you know because Chappelle I think that's like a part of the Netflix deal through Chappelle like yeah. him and Donnell Rollins and like looking out for some of the DC comics and everything like what is that to you in that world of like um you know how much of a responsibility and I guess this is even bigger than comedy how much of a responsibility do you think it is for like creatives to kind of work with other creatives as they have larger platforms and access to it I think it's a big deal what Chappelle is doing. I mean, it don't surprise me. Chappelle at the point where he is at the top of the mountain. So at the end of the day, you know, 
whether he helps somebody or not, it's only, you know, he's going to be Chappelle regardless. Like, I mean, if he stopped doing anything today, he was going to be, he's going to be the greatest of all time in people's eyes. And this just, a, this just show who he is as a person. He like, I got the door kicked in. Why would I not produce specials for some of the most important comedians from where I am from? So I think that's just a good ass look. Earthquake is somebody I felt. And I think a lot of people feel like never really got the look he deserved. He's been around. He's real respected. Like if you ask comedians of that elk as far as Chappelle and, um, Steve Harvey and whoever else you had, I'm just naming motherfuckers. That's just big time motherfuckers who blew, blew all the way up. I'm guarantee you, if you ask them the name, maybe five of their favorite comedians, Earthquake would be in the conversation. So for him to get this look, I could easily see us a, uh, a sitcom being spent off of this or just him getting, uh, getting the opportunity. He probably wouldn't have got had somebody at that level shine it, took daylight and was like, here, let me shine a little bit over here. So I think it's a big deal. It's a good look. I don't think it's a lot of people that would do that. A lot of people don't want to share, you know, Put it like this. A lot of people want to attach their name to something to elevate them more. I think he attached his name to it to elevate them more than anything. So, yeah, my nigga Buck said Earthquake is the truth. I got to have Buck on here. Me and Buck got some stories, man. Okay. And, and, some shit. and the second half of that, um, this kind of goes into like, and, and it's a historic, you know, it's like a timeline of this. Like Bernie Mac, Red Fox, like comedians not necessarily being like young as hell but getting a platform and stage do you think that a more seasoned comedian and when i say seasoned like somebody like 40 plus getting larger platforms like and getting access to those larger platforms like what's the difference in that as you've been in comedy for some years now like what's the difference in like you being younger doing it versus being more seasoned and 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 developing like a premise of jokes and your theories and like Oh, well, you know put like this, Earthquake is probably a way better comedian than he was when he started. I don't know when he started. I ain't like I know his whole career timeline. But for him to get this opportunity now, like, it's almost like, I don't know how old he is, but I know Bernie Mac and them didn't blow up till they got older. Yeah. Till, like, Bernie Mac and them was no spring chickens when they popped. Like, they might have easily been, yeah. like, they, I want to say they early 40s. It could have yeah. been late now. It could have been their late 30s. But I really feel like Bernie Mac and all them was, like, when he blew, blew the fuck up, he could have easily been like 43, 44, 45. No lie to you. Mm -hmm. So I feel like in comedy, comedy, I heard uh, I heard someone say like comedy is a grown man form of entertainment. Like young motherfuckers get into it and do it and it's cool. But it's just like, you know, you really they get better as they get older because you live more of a life. You, you, you know, comedy is like a philosophy built type thing. You have to be who you are when you're talking about the shit you're talking about. You can, you can only pull, and this ain't no knock. I don't want to knock nobody's style of comedy, but in reality, the older you get, the better you become as a comedian because the more you know your motherfucking self. So I feel like Earthquake getting this platform is only going to triple and quadruple the attention that it's people didn't know who he was that it's gonna probably be they gonna this gonna be their favorite comedian so i think it's only gonna make him the truth yeah 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 i definitely watched the uh fat tuesday doc me and Akari talked about it the other day uh just on the phone mm -hmm. um it was just another it was another space for comedians um to uh get on in hollywood in a at a big at a store comedy club but wait it's kind of like what you said when we was talking like as much as it was about fat tuesdays it was kind of like a documentary about black comedy in general from like I guess like a like mid eighties on up era, they touched on a little bit before then, but like it was really like mid eighties on up black comedy. You know what I'm saying? Like starting like where the arc of the story was, it kind of was a couple arcs. It was like Robin Harris was an arc of the story, then Deaf Comedy Jam was an arc of the story, 
Then it introduced like Fat Tuesdays and the Tory Brothers as an arc of the story. Mm. Then it was a lot about what Nick Cannon does. Like it had a lot of different narratives, like all weaved in intertwined. It. Yeah. yeah, like yeah, you say, Robin Harris and how he he went and started comedy somewhere, and but he another they, older guy that got well. He you know Robin passed before. He got to blow up. He got to blow up. One of my favorite comedy albums is his Baby Kid yeah. album. Um, and in another, like, I don't know, like, I, I guess, I guess that's where, like, I, I want to ask you, like, when you talk about, like, life as comedy is, like, philosophy mm -hmm. and these different things happen to you. And you were, like, you say, man, you cringe when you look at some of your old shit. And I mm -hmm. laugh still because it's funny as hell. But what is it about this shit that happens in life? that makes your like is it the storytelling is it the is it the the understanding the crowd more is it you feeling like i i'm saying what i want to say instead of chasing a joke what is it about being you know having more experience on that stage that makes you feel like your shit is better because you you were getting big laughs early on anyway yeah i just think i had some like now i i mean what i say and you know i say what the fuck i mean so it's like yeah like the older you get the more you are comfortable with who you are and you don't care what people think about you like you talk about i fucked around and i cheated like you usually say shit like that when you was younger just because it's funny now you say like yeah i did that but i'm not saying like you know you know hove did that so hopefully you don't have to go through that like you know not just to be playing but it's like you talk about shit and you say things because it's real not because it's funny and you don't care what people think about you when they hear like i gotta deal with the fact that my daughter's gonna hear this and when they do hear it i can tell them like listen this is why i did the things that i did and it wasn't right but it wasn't wrong it was just all a part of the process so i just think the older you get the more comfortable you are with who you are and where you are in time like as a person like you know you know i'm when i was 26 and I ain't had much shit to talk about. I'm probably the funniest nigga in the world. One of the funniest niggas around at 26. But I'm like, I'm, I ain't fucking with me now at 36 or 37. So I just think, man, comedy is all about seasoning. Like, and, you know, like a fine wine, like, you know, the, the best liquor is the shit that they age in them barrels. And when you get a nigga raw from like early on, you know, you get, you get some niggas who can get off like that. You know what I'm saying? But it's really a old, it's, it's really a grown man's game. I had to say old man's game, but uh, you know, the older you get, the better you are. And like I said, I feel like uh, from the little snippets I seen of fucking earthquake shit, I was like, oh, this motherfucker finna tear this bitch down. Cause I used to hear stories about like nigga earthquake come to a comedy club, nigga, he ripping that bitch like, like Ron was telling me, man, when nigga Ron Taylor was telling me like earthquake, cause niggas in LA comedy kind of watered down. Comedy is a weird style or whatever out there. He was like, nigga earthquake be whipping that bitch like we back at the crib. He's like niggas in there falling out. You know, niggas ain't trying to be too cool. He in there murdering that bitch. And I used to be like, damn, how come in his specials? I ain't heard this and heard that. And nigga, it's like he getting his opportunity, man. And I think, I think that's the, I think he just he seen like he just his time. And I, you know, I, I think uh, when we was out of LA, we saw Joey Diaz, and to me, Joey said was like so. It was just different. Not saying the other people that was up there wasn't funny, because they was funny too, but it was just different. Yeah. So, like, as a comedian, do you hear when, like, and I mean, all of this is judgmental, but do you hear when a comedian's trying to chase a laugh versus get they shit off? Yeah, you can tell when a motherfucker up there pandering. Like, you you can hear it when it's just like, yeah, man, one of my big girls that who uh got the jobs and all the money. Yeah, I love the big girls with jobs and the money. It's just like, you know, it's just you can hear when somebody pandering. And audiences can tell, man, like as a collective group of people, man, y'all kind of get a synergy in the room and y'all can tell like when a, 
a black crowd can tell when a white person on stage trying to act blackish or black enough so that way they like them. We want you to be you. That's as an audience and as people, when I meet somebody, I don't want you to come and pander to me. You see me, oh, you tall, so you must like basketball. No, nigga, you wrong. Basketball, cool. I play football. Like, I'd rather you just be yourself and be into what the fuck you into. And I think as an audience, we can, people can tell and they don't even know why they don't like somebody. And it's right. It's, it's, a, it's a lot of times because a motherfucker not being genuine to who the fuck they are. So, yeah, I can definitely tell when somebody up there like just just chasing a laugh, which we supposed to try to be funny on stage. But it's about the approach, like in some ways, just corny, make comedy corny. And, and, and I guess I, I don't want to stay on this too much and belabor, but I'm just learning in your thought process of this because you one of them guys now that I look to like you funny as hell. Like, so if you're in that process, because I've been in crowds and laughed at shit where it's just like, you know, this silly, like no offense to it and the silliness. And I could tell that they want me to laugh at something like whether it be an antic or something like that, but it's a different type of laugh when a person starts sharing what they do, just like body language, like foolish sometimes like mm -hmm. his body language Sometimes just the way he'll look like, hey, ma. Yeah. And then like hold the drink up in a way where it's like he got to be studying this shit or something like it's like he shifts the whole. He him, bro. He, he shifts like the whole like the room was coming from this angle. And it's like he gets on stage and like and people was laughing before him. Mm -hmm. But it's like it almost shifts the way we even looking at what the fuck we about to laugh at almost. I mean, nigga, you you the conductor. You know, when you up there, nigga, the stage, like you, when you go on there, that's why it's not, it don't worry who, it's not, it got nothing to do with who before you, it ain't got nothing to do with who's going up after you, your world is yours, so it's like, nigga, I'm here to bring you into my world, fuck what happened before me, fuck what happened after me, now I'm gonna take you in this world, and wherever I take you, you're gonna go, so if we look in there, we look in there, if I bring my voice down, real low it's because i want you to lean forward and listen and and, and then it cuss and if i cuss here and there it's just that and the third it's just you get involved with it it's like nigga you become the director the actor you become the lightning guy you become um you scoring the film like it's just a whole lot of shit happening on that stage when you really know what the fuck you're doing and you know uh it's all important to the to the whole to the whole thing that's why you know comedy though i think it's just really one of the hardest um things to put together dog and when you good at it nigga you just like a monster like and foolish is one of them guys and i think like you said he know what he doing it's just like watching an older funny nigga around his family like the family knows him they know him they know how he move they know the shit he say that's why they he just and everything he do is funny even though you might come in there and be like i don't get why this nigga so funny but you don't know him now as a comedian we have to convey that to strangers like you already know it's built in because it's your uncle you get why he's like that i had to be around him a while to understand why he's a funny motherfucker to you comedians we come up there and if you've never seen fooders before you can drop him anywhere in the world and if you put him on stage for long nigga it don't take that long if you put him on stage for 90 seconds people are gonna get what he is and they're gonna fuck with what he's talking about and they're gonna leave impressed so that's just what it is man so um Shout out to Chappelle for giving all the comedians that uh um I didn't I don't know who I saw I'm assuming that's why it's called the home team so all of DC DC comedians well that's a look I mean that's what you should do when you one of the big dogs like nigga you should be able to do that you should do that you should do that you should do that the very first time I ever saw okay. I can just read it right there all right the very yeah the first time I saw you Josh you were hosting the erotic poetry night on the princess boat and I feel like you are so natural and so great and I've been locked in ever since appreciate that Riri I really did go crazy on that boat 
I you remember, remember that, that show. Yeah, I remember that. That show was uh that, I guess that's the other thing. You remember different shows as a comedian as much as you do this shit sometimes. No, but she just said the boat, and that's like I ain't performed on too many boats before. Okay, but I remember that night, like I had real motherfucking fun. I might have did way more time than I was supposed to do, but it was necessary. You know what I'm saying? Like you just know, like, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. I just had a feel where it's like, all right, I need to fill in here and there. And nigga, it was like that boat was packed in a motherfucking nigga, and I rocked that bitch. It was fun. And it's funny that a lot of people from that boat kind of followed me and now I, I see them like bro i saw you on the boat and that erotic poetry shit opened me up to a whole lot the poetry community kind of put me in a space and gave me a, a lane you know what i'm saying so shout out to all the poets nigga that's why i don't mind bringing lovey up here and letting her get off and i'll be having them poets come through shout out to t miller mike phelps nigga honeycomb uh nigga there's so many of them that was so fun i'm mad yeah. because i paid my, for my homegirl and she kept going outside to smoke you know how it is man that nigga team be on niggas heads but yeah, yeah, that shit was fun, man. Poetry community really helped me get my confidence where it's at, man. They they really did something. I'm actually probably gonna tie them into my next special somehow, so way I'm gonna do some shit with some poets. I'm working on it, man. But yeah, man, uh, I'm gonna get out of here. It's late. You know what I'm saying? I want to hold everybody. It's down around time. We in it, bitch. Anyway, man. Listen, man. Thank y'all for coming and fucking with your boy again. And like I said, happy. Women's History Month. We got mad love for the ladies in here. You know I ain't got nothing but love for y'all. And we got so much shit planned. Dope, 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 dope shit, man. Me, Kari, EJ, Lovey, whoever you see up here, man, they they family, they're part of the Wherever we go, they going. So we got some shit planned for y'all, my nigga. And we already planned the vegetables, nigga. We gonna do the outside shit, Kari said. Right? Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. We gonna yes, do sir. a lot of studios outside. Yes, we, gonna we gonna tap in. So um, thank y'all for listening, man. Y'all have a great evening. And um, God bless and good night, man. Y'all be cool. 100. Who and why need to?